Featuring your host, this is Clayton and Proda. Hey, baby, hey, this is Tyler Hall, and uh, welcome to Bay Bay Baseball. Hey, so uh, yeah, clearly I'm just getting my phone all set up, and that's the, the sound of the drop. Obviously, you know, we're all still in shelter in place, so uh, Clay and I uh, are from two undisclosed locations still, uh, but we can still see each other, which is all I need. And uh, before we get too too ahead of ourselves into the baseball chatter, I wanted to wish a happy Corin 30th birthday to Clay. Turn the big hey. dirty 30 this week. So uh, happy birthday, big guy. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. I, uh, I, I barbecued uh, wings, five and a half pounds of wings, shirtless <laughs> in my backyard. Probably so like five pounds, five pounds wasn't enough, but six pounds was too many. Six it went five and a half. Many. Yeah, five and a half. That seemed like a really good, um, you know, um, way to hedge my bet on how many wings I could force into my stomach. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So you know, drink. You know, I like. I prefer to be by myself when I drink alone. So had a real. Uh, <laughs> what is that? What's is that? What's that singer's name? Does he have the fucking <laughs> voice? I don't know. I drink alone. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, moving on. I'm glad you uh, had a good birthday, man. Yeah. Like I, like I said on, on the Twitter.com, first anchor's on me when we're back out of this thing. Hell yeah. Um, Unofficial promo for Anchor's team right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, hit us up, Anchor. Uh, become an official sponsor. Uh, anchor and Anchor, I mean. Absolutely. Hand in hand. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we've been trying to kick around some different ideas to – talk when there's no real baseball news going we're still waiting to hear when and if we'll have a 2020 season um and last week or last episode clay and i made um you know like an all-star team lineup this time we wanted to keep it bay bay so uh yeah we made some rosters uh and then uh clay you want to talk about maybe how we uh some of the limits we put on them yeah, yeah, we put a uh, – Tyler came up with the limits for this one. I did a little small one for the All-Star one. Uh, ours, this one's a little more if we had a maybe a small series, a um, little Bay Bridge series of an all-time A's, all-time Giants roster list. And, and when we started looking down on it, man, I mean, this, this game probably would have caused an earthquake on its own right. And uh, <laughs> I think the only major um, – uh, things to consider is uh, we've got uh, one backup for your infield and one backup for your outfield, uh, three starting pitchers and two relief slash closers. Um, who who would you be your top guys? Who would you who would you leave out and why? We probably won't go over that, but we're gonna go over our favorites right here. Yeah, and we and we kept it Bay Bay. We kept it. They had to play for the San Francisco Giants or the Oakland A's. So unfortunately, you're not going to hear me say uh, have Christy Mathewson or like a Mel Ott on my roster because they they didn't play in the Bay. And this is Bay Bay baseball. So so that's another limitation we put on it. We also and, yeah we also don't consider baseball pre um, integration leagues at, at yes. all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or looking uh, anyway. at some of, or looking at some of the guys on our roster pre steroids. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a few PED injuries, but um, we'll, we'll, we're willing to take those, you know, risk balance assessments. Uh, I mean, the yeah. 70s, who knows what they were doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so without further ado, I guess we'll jump into it. So I'll, uh, I'll go down my offensive uh, players. Again, this is by position, not by batting order or anything. So uh, behind the dish, I got Buster Posey. Uh, then first base, we got Stretch Willie McCovey. Second base, we got Jeff Kent. Third base, we got Matty Williams. Shortstop, uh, this was one of the tougher ones for me. I went Brandon Crawford. Um, and I'll get it, I think we'll get into some more reasoning as we go. Left field, obviously, Barry Lamar Bonds. Uh, center field, Willie McCovey. Or, sorry, Willie Mays. Looked at the wrong Willie there. Say hey, kid. Uh, right field, we got Bobby Bonds, keeping it all in the family there in the outfield. Uh, my corner infielder, so first baseman or third baseman, I went with Will Clark. Really tough for me not to put him at first, but couldn't put him in over stretch. Uh, middle infield, so second base or shortstop, I went with Rich Aurelia. Uh, my backup outfielder is Kevin Mitchell. And my little uh, slide in there, since I had Will Clark as my corner infielder, Kevin Mitchell also played third. So in a pinch, I could move Mitchell into third base also. So he's like a third baseman slash outfielder. Um, but for this purpose, he would basically be in the outfield. Uh, so, Clay, who would those uh, those hitters be going up against? Well, we got a pretty slick lineup going against them. Uh, got, I, I definitely put Dave Smoke Stewart in as number one, the mean cold stare coming down from the mound. Um, followed up by none other than Catfish Hunter and probably Vita Blue by uh, the third game of the series. We really needed to, to crush it. And then Vita Blue uh, also a, Vita Blue also a San Francisco Giant. There's a couple of these guys, and I was surprised. You I've got a Zito. I've got a mole in the lineup. I almost I almost put Zito in, but yeah, I was afraid of yeah. the mole. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we all know everybody ends up over in, and if you're if you start as an A, you might as well just end up over in Giants or uh, Yankees territory in your future. Just uh-huh. put in your cards. Um, but uh, my reliefs, of course, the magical Dennis Eckersley and Rolly Fingers. I feel like a couple mustaches that could uh, have a quick showdown at the end. I mean. It's pretty cool to uh, to imagine what it would be like to see Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonds against uh, Catfish Hunter and Dave Smoke Stewart. I mean, we we were talking a little bit about seventies, um, the difference between seventies and thirty years later when they were doing PEDs and crushing mm-hmm. them out of the park. Yeah. I mean, there's you know, there's a few pitches where you watch Dennis Eckersley is like, you know, he threw that a little close to center. They called him the paint guy, but uh, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, you you hang one down the middle on Bonds and you're uh hitting it into the, the drummer section in right center field in Oakland. Yeah, good thing they weren't coming in at 90 miles an hour back then. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, we'll go into a little more in-depth. But uh, So that would be the Giants offensive players versus the A's pitchers that Clay selected. Uh, Clay, let's go down. Uh, if you want to give the people your offense, what does that look um, like? Yeah, so this, uh, once again, yeah, not in batting order. Um but uh, we're, we're going to start off uh, with catching position, the magical Terry Steinbach. I mean, he, it'd, it'd be ridiculous to put anybody else other than Terry Steinbach. He's getting his most accomplished one, um, and he's just a, he's a favorite. And who just goes to Minnesota at the end of their career? I don't know. Um, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> just Steinbach. Steinbach um, and Nelson Cruz. And Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, so I got first base, Mark McGuire. I'm sure I'll get a little bit of flack for not putting Giambi over McGuire. Um, I would say McGuire pr- 
probably might eke out Giambi a little bit defensively. Um, and we are doing full-on PED use, so I'd say Maguire did better with PEDs than Giambi did. I don't know. <laughs> Maguire was like the godfather of steroids. He he <laughs> he walked so Giambi could run. Yeah, he stood on Maguire's shoulders, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, second base, we got Mark Ellis. Um, third base, Sal Bando. Uh, Burt Campy, we got over at uh, shortstop. Um, Ricky Henderson, obviously, couldn't leave the uh, all-time stolen base leader that no one will ever beat. Um, got Dave Henderson. A uh, few people forget that Hendu actually played before he went over uh, just about everywhere else. Um, it's quite a career for Dave Hendu. Reggie Jackson in right field, of course. Jason Giambi's my backup. Um, and Miguel Tejada uh, for my backup for over on short. Um, I've got Dwayne Murphy as my backup for the outfield. He's always a little bit slept on, but uh, if you go over the stats, he's, he's definitely worth it. But uh, who are these, uh, who are these uh, guys going up against? All right. So uh, the, my Giants starting pitching from the San Francisco era, I got the uh, Dominican dandy himself, Juan Marichal. You got a statue. I guess I left Gaylord Perry on, but, I mean, he's got a statue – uh, you know, got to have at least one of those guys on here because I couldn't not have big time Timmy Jim, Tim Lincecum, the freaky franchise. Mm-hmm. And then if you're talking about, you know, must win series, you got to have Madison Bumgarner in your starting uh, rotation slash bullpen if you're going back to game seven in 2014. Um, and then in the pen, this was also a little tough for me, but I went with uh, Rob Nen. Uh, you know, he was a great reliever for the Giants, basically gave up his arm in 2002 to try to get the team a championship. And then uh, the, the second one was really tough for me, but I went with a uh, shooter. I went with uh, Rod Beck over <laughs> uh, Brian Wilson. If I would have known uh, the A's were stacking up their relievers based off facial hair, I probably would have gone <laughs> with uh, Brian Wilson and Rod Beck because shooter had a solid stash himself. But, uh, yeah, I went with uh, Rob and Rod there in the pen. That's a tough team to go against as far as facial hair. Yeah. If that were yeah. the lineup. If we were based on pure Dude, facial. you guys would finally crush the Yankees if it was based off facial hair. <laughs> they are, yeah. The only thing they're broken is, is the lack of, lack of looking good. Yeah. <laughs> like a bunch uh, of baby some, faces. Some over ugly there. jerks over there. Some <laughs> ugly jerks. I don't know if anybody, just to fill you in by episode, uh, what are we on, six now. Uh, I dislike the Yankees very, very much, and Tyler dislikes the Red Sox. So together, uh, we can, I think we'll beat up that rivalry. <laughs> together, we can conquer the AL East. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and then, you know, the one common ground, A's fans, Giants fans, hating the Dodgers. That's, that's a good like one. The Dodgers. <laughs> um, <laughs> So now, yeah, maybe now, like we can run down and maybe hit some hot positions, uh, kind of talk it out and see who maybe which roster had a better, uh, you know, player in that position. I, I think catcher. I'm not being a homer here. I think obviously you got to go Posey over Steinbach. Uh, first base is tough. I mean, but McGuire was basically all power. Stretch was pretty solid defensively. That, but that's, I mean. McGuire was a masher. It's also weird, like, seeing some of these guys. Because growing up, I watched A's baseball just as much as Giants baseball almost because 
you didn't have a game on every night. TV contracts weren't what they were. So I watched just as much A's games as Giants almost. And so, like, some of these names I'm, I'm really familiar with. Um, and, and Tyler, you're from a, near Sacramento, right? Yep. And quite a few A's fans out there, or at least they're, I mean, until the Giants have the minor league team out there now. Yeah. Um, it used to be big A's territory. Yeah, it's still pretty mixed up there, I'd say. I'd probably a little more Giants now, but uh, now that they have the minor league team, like you said, and the, the three rings this decade, a lot of kids, you know, a lot of the younger kids are going with uh, the Giants up there. Uh, one of the tough ones for me was shortstop. I kind of, I, I did this kind of in the uh, last episode when I picked Posey as my catcher just because I wanted a good defensive catcher. Uh, so I went with Crawford just because, you know, all these other guys in my lineup are just, like, legit mashers. Crawford, if we're going, like, peak player performance, Crawford had a couple pretty solid offensive years. But, I mean, if he can just play solid shortstop, I'm willing to keep him in the lineup there. Uh, what position do you want to talk about, dude? Uh, you know, I think I'm just talking about, I mean, if you look at, at my line of it, we're talking about kind of some, a lot of all-time guys. I mean, of course, like Burt Campy, Ricky Henderson, all these guys that, that in their time, I mean, they were perfect for their timeline of, of when they played baseball. I mean, um, it'd be hard, like I said, it'd be hard to see or imagine Catfish Hunter going up against Barry Bonds because of the difference of the game being played and yeah. uh, the Nashers of that era versus the, you know, so it, it'd be, I think it, it's always interesting to look at, you know, w- whether or not you'd go with the, the late 80s um, A's versus the, you know, 70s A's, you know, just regarded as one of the best teams of the era versus um, some power, just real power hitters um, yeah. going up against you know, the big boys in LA um, of the late 80s. So, I mean, of course, you know, keeping Mark McGuire there and, and, and Giambi, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah a couple things looking at yours i thought were kind of interesting um you like so back in the early 2000s you know they had uh giambi tejada and chavez and uh yeah. they, they could only <laughs> they they could only pick uh or they decided to only spend the money to keep one i guess you could call it no money ball and uh <laughs> and you you chose the two guys that they let go. You didn't even put Chavez on there, but you got uh, Tejada and Giambi in there. Right. Yeah. Well, we're talking, you're talking, I mean, and that's, that's the kind of the funny part of it is I think, uh, and as the movie, if you, if you watch it or the book really clearly defined is, is uh, you, you, they weren't going to get, you know, Giambi back. They weren't going to get um, Tejada and they kind of knew they were about to take this dip. I mean, and so, at what point do you cut your losses? And it'd actually be interesting to kind of look at that. Not that the Giants are broke, but how they're how they're playing. We're planning on playing this season a lot safer. Is you know, you, you don't need Madison Bumgarner if you don't think you're going to make it to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. there's um, and and why spend that money if you can look at it in the future? And I think that's what the the, the reason behind that move. Um, but of course, yeah. But if, if they had all the money in the world, you you would have kept Giambi. You would have kept Ahada. I mean, yeah. there's no reason you wouldn't have. And then uh, the other thing I was surprised on, you don't have our future commissioner in your lineup. He's one of our favorite Twitter follows. You don't have Jose. Where's Where the hell is Jose Canseco, oh, yeah. so dude? The reason, the reason Dwayne Murphy beat out Jose is Dwayne Murphy never had a home run bounce off his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Murphy's I can't take that chance of embarrassment. It would Murphy's in there for defensive for purposes is what you're saying. Purely defensive purposes. <laughs> but I have the other bash brother and, you know, like, uh, 
you know, and we got the all-time Steeler. I think I think it would be fun. And I'm Mark. Uh, <laughs> Mark. Yeah, I mean, uh, I hopefully, hopefully, uh, Matt, uh, Morgan, or Bigfoot aren't listening and relay it to Jose because he no. might be. He might no longer be a friend of the program if he knows you didn't put him on your lineup, man. He already knows, man. He's time traveled. He's been talking to aliens. There's there's a good chance he's live feeding it right now, and he already knows. <laughs> Mac, but you know what? I I would rather have him as a commissioner. I mean, I, he can commission this game. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> nice. I want him there front row. We'll have uh, we'll have Jose commentating. We'll have Bigfoot at first umpiring. We'll have an alien umping third. Jose will have an impact on this game. I'm very in for this, uh, this, this management style. I'd say like first base coach, Bigfoot. <laughs> Imagine him relaying signs for the runners. <laughs> Just... <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit. These are some pretty uh, solid lineups. I don't want to go out and say one is better than the other. I mean, we're talking about all time great players here. I think it just shows the great history and the great players we've had in the, in the Bay. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe we should just mash it up into one ultra Bay team. Ooh. San Jose Bays. <laughs> you know, the, the toughest call, I think if we did that, it might be something we look into doing, but the, I think the toughest one would be left field. Do we choose yeah, Ricky no. or Barry? So you yeah, got like the all time power guy, the all time steals guy. It's tough. I mean, you really can't tough. go wrong with either one. No, yeah, I'd, I'd have a hard time picking that one. If we if we play in Oakland, maybe we make a Barry uh, a DH. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do another one in the future. Seeing how long this drags out, we'll do one with DHs. We did no DHs, by the way. In yeah, because DH is not real baseball, but that's a whole nother episode. You're about, to get a, you're about to get a slice of not real baseball. Who would you pick? Who would you be your DH if you had to pick, you know, like on this all-star team, if you had to throw somebody in there for your DH? I guess we could pick one. I mean, like from this lineup? I mean, if we're talking about prime players, I would still leave Barry and left because a lot of people don't, as far as a Giants lineup, because what a lot of people don't remember, especially like younger, the younger crowd now who just remembers him hitting 73 home runs and everything is he was a, an amazing defender earlier in his career, including into his early days with the Giants. Um, and he also had a lot of uh, a lot of stolen bases. He had the speed. To, he was really like, except for maybe his arm, he was like the ideal ball player. Um, then I, I gave uh, Clay this little tidbit earlier. I mean, there's only two guys in baseball history that have five 30, 30 seasons, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. They're both in my outfield, and neither one of them is even named Willie Mays. It's, it's the Bonses. <laughs> it's insane. See, he asked uh, me that question earlier. He said, who went 30-30? I thought Ricky Henderson had 30 home runs in a season. He he only had 28. Yeah, uh, but these guys did it five times, Bonses. They had five seasons of 30 and 30. Um, and, and kind of, you know, it's crazy that Willie Mays never did that, but that kind of speaks to what you were saying about how, uh, you know, the game and, like, different eras changed because – Speed wasn't really much of a focal point when Willie played. He said before, like, he's like, if, if speed and stolen, stealing bases was a thing when I played, I would have had however many stolen bases I wanted, which is probably pretty accurate. Um, but it just wasn't a thing. So he didn't have to try to steal a ton of bags. So. Yeah. Pretty, no, uh, 
Yeah, no, and, and, yeah, and we we were talking. I think what brought it up originally is I I I had said originally. Do you think? <laughs> do you think even the uh, uh, the big Babe Ruth <laughs> would have held a candle in any other decade with his cigar smoking and uh, supreme um, overweight? Uh, yeah, like, would he would he really have been able to? Get, he would. Get one he would have. He would have had to change his lifestyle a little bit, I think. I mean, obviously, he had, like, the raw talent, but, I mean. He a nutritionist. He, he was playing against guys that had to, like, go sell cars in the offseason and stuff. Yeah. You know? These guys had to <laughs> hold jobs in the offseason. That's why spring training is partially so long, because, like, they used to have to have side jobs in the offseason to make a living, so they didn't stay in shape. But now, you know, all these guys do is – they are baseball players, so they stay in, you know, it's their job to stay in shape in the offseason. So um, maybe if he played today and he had to do that, um, you know, yeah, maybe he would have. But I think if you just plug Babe Ruth into today, he's going to like, Aroldis Chapman's going to make him look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. If you, if you had the ultimate question if those guys had the nutritionists that we had today. I mean, it's funny you even talk about like LeBron James. Nutrition, Nutrition. LeBron James, they picked them up in high school. He was eating Big Macs before the game. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine being a nutritionist to tell Babe Ruth he needs to lay off the hot dogs and beer? (laughs) And like five cigars a day. Yeah. Oh, man. That would have, to be a fly in that room, that would be amazing. Oh man! Well, I think uh, I think we've talked about most of uh, what we wanted to talk about today. Um, we're we're gonna post the uh, the all time lineups later on on uh, Bay Bay Baseball, and uh, hopefully you guys can give us some suggestions uh, for future future fantasy lineups and 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 your interpretations or who we left out, who we missed out on. Yeah, tell us uh, who you would have put in some spots. Like we said, you know, this is an all-time lineup. There were some tough decisions to be made. Maybe tell us who you would have uh, put in at certain spots. Um, I did want to touch base really quick and let me pull it up, Clay. We did have one uh, listener suggestion. I just got to find it. Um, Yeah, from uh, Eric Quartermus. Uh, great follow, great guy on the, the Twitter. You can find him at QuarterMouse2, at QuarterMouse, and then the number two. Um, but he asked for our thoughts on uh, some of the simulated games uh, that are being broadcast on NBC Bay Area and, um, and the uh, season simulation going on on Baseball Reference. I think also we could maybe roll into uh, a lot of the players are playing MLB The Show against each other. I think MLB has like a whole league set up to where like each franchise has a player playing. Like I know for the Giants, it's Hunter Pence. I'm not sure who the A's guy is. It's uh, I believe it's Jesus Lazardo. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I, I think the only simulated game because I haven't really been going on too much because they've been playing games that I know the results of. Um, but I think they they simulated opening day on NBC Bay Area on the show, and they had Kruk and Kype actually call the game. Which oh, I thought, wow. All right. If you get, we get a link for that, we'll post it up on our, on our uh, Twitter for sure. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was, you know, I think it was something that uh, the fans enjoyed just to hear Kruk and Kype, uh, you know, calling a game. 
since, you know, we don't know when we'll get to hear that in real life again. So I thought that was really cool. I mean, probably fittingly, I think the Dodgers beat the Giants in that simulation uh, on opening day, but we got to hear Cruz and Kai. So I, so I thought that was really cool. Um, and then kind of along that line, uh, Ronell Brooks Moon released a, vid- a video of her announcing a starting lineup for the Giants. I think it was from 20, it was 2013, I believe, maybe 2013. Um, I thought that was cool just to like, hear the voice that I was, I'm used to hearing, you know, a couple times a homestand when I'm able to go to the ballpark announcing lineups. I thought that was awesome. Um, and then have you checked out the, the baseball reference uh, simulation they have going on at all, Clay? Uh, what's that that they're going on right now, Tyler? <laughs> so on, uh, over Why on baseball. In, Tyler? <laughs> uh, oh, so, so over on a uh, baseball reference, let me try to pull it up. They're running a 2020 simulated season using out of the park baseball 2020, um, which for those that aren't uh, familiar with out of the park, it's basically uh, you can run a franchise as like, I mean, you can, there's different aspects of it, but uh, one of the favorite way, uh, uses I've seen of it is you can choose any team in history and go run a season as that team is basically like GM. Um, and you can see, you know, to give you the stats, you can trade whoever you want. It has all the historical lineups, like from any team in baseball history. So you could go back if you wanted to be the 1942 A's, you could go back and like run a season as the GM. And then if you want, you can keep running it through. You could do like a, a dynasty, you know, mode where you just play like through, a, you know, four years, five years, a decade. Um, and it's really cool just to kind of have your own spin on it. You do have like, uh, I mean, you're in charge of everything as far as like hiring your coaching staff and everything. The ownership gives you goals to achieve and stuff. Um, but anyway, so that's out of the park baseball. So, um, be a great, great way for us to run the simulations of our, uh, of our, of our lineups. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, yeah. But so, uh, so what baseball reference is doing they're using out of the park baseball 21. It looks like to simulate the uh, 2020 season and they're just going day by day. So like today they'll simulate all the games that were on the original schedule for today and kind of let you know how the team would be doing according to that uh, simulation. Of course, they don't know like who's going to stay healthy. I'm sure there's, you know, trades going on and stuff. I check it out every once in a while. So like, so let's see the A's in this simulation right now are 17 and 11 in first place in the AL West. They're a half game up on Houston and the great Seattle Mariners. Oh, Seattle yeah. is tied. <laughs> Seattle is tied for comeback. second. Seattle's going to have yeah. a magical comeback. <laughs> and then uh, the Giants are nine and 18. Um, they are ahead of the Padres, but they're seven and a half back of the Colorado Rockies. The Rockies are in first right now in a, uh, in an, in another universe. Um, but the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers are both only a half game out. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's uh, really cool that uh, they're doing this just to kind of give people something to look at and something to, you know, be paying attention to and get some, you know, joy out of a 2020 baseball season. Um, yeah, other than, you know, getting your getting your dusty mitt out of your closet and going up and hitting yourself balls and then going run run and grab that ball and pick it back up and hit it to yourself again that's a classic one i did that we, we gotta come up with like a drink or something called the dusty mitt the, hey i like that 
Yeah, can I get a dusty mitt? And let's see, let's, let's see who's the worst team in baseball. Luckily for the uh, for the Giants, the Padres are the worst team in baseball so far, according to Baseball Reference. <laughs> Se- seven and nineteen. Uh, guess uh, Manny Machado can suck it. Man, uh, they just can't get a break, can they? <laughs> even even then, in a uh, simulated alternate universe, the Padres will never get a break. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, Clay, I got some bad news for you. The best team in baseball so far are the uh, Bronx Bombers, your New York Yankees. Of course they are. Well, hey, you know, money talks. Hey, you know, but right now the A's and them would be in the playoffs. So, see in the playoffs, Yankees. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, I, the one thing I'll say about this year is the Yankees weren't caught cheating. <laughs> Unless you call having an absurd amount of money cheating. <laughs> Hey, they don't. They don't even have the top payroll in baseball anymore, right? I mean, yeah, are the Red Sox now? They're up there. They're up there for sure. But that was that's more of a late '90s, early 2000s argument. The whole money thing, because they just they were the first team to just to throw whatever money they had out there. Which I mean, if I was a fan of the Yankees at the time, I'd have been all for. If I'm paying top dollar to come see the Yankees play, at least put that into the team and give me something good to watch. Um, yeah, and then um, repeat offenders. <laughs> I would say. And then as far as the uh, the show simulation with all the players, have you been paying attention to that at all? I'm sorry? <laughs> the, the, the players <laughs> the players playing the show, the, you know, Lissardo. Oh, you know, you been... I'll be honest, Tyler. I've, I've, been, uh, I've been not paying attention to simulated baseball. Although I think I will try to run some of this stuff through uh, our own simulation. I wasn't. I wasn't uh, wealthy enough to, put, to buy the show 2020. I'm still playing the show 2019, living in the past, <laughs> I know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I committed my time to uh, the new Spider, or I guess it's not even new, Spider-Man game. I'm, I'm living in the past, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll see. Uh, every once in a while, I swing by this baseball reference page for that uh, 2010 Giants Twitter um, I'm running right now for, to try to help people without the baseball. Um so I see that I have to hop on baseball reference for some, some info for there. So I, I check out this uh, simulation every once in a while. And then as far as the, the show simulations that the, or actual, they're not simulations, but the show games that the players are playing. Um, I really only see what Hunter Pence or the giants share. Um, it's really fun to see how into it these guys are getting. Um, I remember probably the most memorable thing I've seen so far from those highlights is uh, on the first game that he played, Hunter Pence hit what he thought was a walk-off hit to right field. And there's a runner on second, so he hits a single to right. His runner from second's coming in to score. And then he drops his controller to celebrate. And however, I don't know on the show if you have to keep holding the button for it to run or if there's just a stop button. You got to hold down the L2 to keep him going. So if you let go of the button, they just stop. Yeah, they'll stop. At the That's whatever. ridiculous. Yeah, you got to keep them going because you, you're the coach. You got to keep waving them through. You know. Yeah. So so <laughs> yeah. So this was the first game. So Pence didn't know that, and Pence drops his remote to celebrate, and the the runner stopped about ten feet short of home plate. Like it wouldn't have been a close play or anything. And then like two seconds later, the throw comes in, and the catcher runs over and tags him, and they go to extra innings. <laughs> Um, but he ended up getting the win still, but I thought that was hilarious. But also, you know, why Pence you is such a high-energy guy. It's fun to watch him uh, getting into it. That's why you don't prematurely celebrate, man. <laughs> yep. 
Um, but yeah, thank you, Eric, very much for the, the topic to discuss. Um, yeah, thanks, throw some more at us for the next episode. Please keep them coming. Yeah, sorry, I haven't been as on it about the virtual shows, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep in check for, uh, for our next episode. Uh, speaking of virtual reality, uh, Tyler um, shortly is going to, I don't know if we'll have this podcast out in time to even inform you in time, but uh, Tony Bennett, what is, what is Tony Bennett doing? Oh, uh, yeah, we had to start. Uh, we had to start. We had to start uh, a little earlier than we planned this morning because uh, noon today, Tony Bennett has asked the city of San Francisco and the whole Bay Area to uh, sing I Left My Heart in San Francisco out their windows or on their stoops or go out to the sidewalk at uh, noon today. So uh, I'm going to do that along with my uh, beautiful wife, Lindsay, and uh, we'll see if we're the only people in our neighborhood singing uh, I Left My Heart in San Francisco out the window. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was a, <clears throat> excuse me, a pretty cool idea. And, you know, maybe it'll feel a little bit like a Giants victory because that's the song that they play as you're leaving the ballpark after a Giants home victory. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, then a later day, potentially hosting a power hour, if you will um for some friends power hour that means so, you can drink 21 drinks in in an hour no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well no i'm a responsible dad to be because there's a baby 22nd k on the way in uh three months so i'm i'm referee i'm watching the clock because you get a bunch of people having some brews they're not going to pay attention to a stupid clock so i just have a, a couple beers and hang out with everybody and tell them every every minute i tell them you know have a, have another shot of beer so that's uh, that's what my day is looking like. Excellent. But uh, yeah, gotta go. Right. Gotta go sing with Tony Bennett. Um, yeah, uh, please, you know, give us a listen. Thank you for listening. Hit us up on uh, the the comments. Let us know how badly we butchered these all time lineups. Give us some ideas to talk about next time. We'll, we'll try to get out some episodes as often as we can. You know, it's tough right now, but we'll. We'll do what we can for you guys. We appreciate it all. And um, anyone you want to thank, Clay? Well, as usual, I always like to give a special, special shout out to uh, Hurricane Chris. Friend of the program. <laughs> Thanks, Hurricane Chris. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thanks hey. for tuning in to Bay Bay Baseball. Hey, Bay Bay. 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 Hey, baby. Hey, baby.